Good morning. You're listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. I'm your host, Jill Lowry, and I'm so excited to be with you this morning. Thank you for all of you who listen each and every Sunday to Real Life, Real People here on Star Country 96.9 FM. And we have these shows that also are available on podcast. You can find them on audible.com. You can find them Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and podbean.com. So you never can miss an episode. And I'm just so grateful to be here and thankful for all of you. I want to thank the listeners. If you listen faithfully to Real Life, Real People Radio, thank you so much. It's a joy and an honor to be your host today and to share a little bit what God has been putting on my heart this month of February. And I want to thank my supporters, all of you who support Real Life, Real People Radio with your time, your talents, your your gifts, and just um, just supporting by listening. And of course, those who donate each month, Mount Pleasant Eye Care Center, I want to thank you for sponsoring Real Life, Real People Radio. And I also would like to thank the individuals who sponsor Real Life, Real People Radio each month. So today, I think what I would like to talk about is faith. And the unconditional love of God. And when our faith grows, we're going to feel His love even more surrounding us, covering us, and just helping us through anything that comes our way. Jesus loves us so much. He is truly the one who gives us this kind of unconditional love. And it's a sacrifice that He made for you and for me so that we could have a relationship with the Father. And so today I'm going to talk a little bit about how we can do that. So I would like to invite you now, if you would just sit back, relax, grab your favorite cup of coffee, grab hold of your Bibles, but most importantly, grab hold of Jesus and He will bring the Bible to life for you. Let me lead us in a word of prayer and we'll get started this morning. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your love for us. We thank you for sending your one and only Son who died for our sins and who is resurrected and is alive in us. And so, Lord, we're just so thankful that we can praise you with every breath that we have, and we can thank you for what you're doing in each of our lives. And I want to pray today for the listeners, every single person who's listening, either by radio live or on this podcast, would just hear you a little more closely and would seek you so that their faith may grow. So Lord, we thank you for your faithfulness to us. Let us continue walking by faith. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, today I am going to talk to you about faith and what it means to have faith and and childlike faith and why it's important as we grow our relationship with Jesus. And for those of you who do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I want to talk to you a little bit about why you would want this relationship with Jesus and why it's just it's necessary. It's the key to life is to having this relationship with Jesus, not just the religion of going to church and serving. And while, yes, all of that is important, that's not what gets you to having that relationship with Jesus. It's faith. 
It's believing by faith. And so if you don't know the Lord and Savior as your Savior, Jesus Christ, I want to talk to you a little bit about why you would want to do that. Did you know that Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father right now, and He is praying for you? He sees you. He knows you, even if you haven't asked Him in your heart, if you haven't given Him your heart. He loves you, and He wants to make His home in you. And He is interceding to the Father for you. That is so amazing just to think that, just to picture Jesus doing that. You know, the Father loves us so much that He did give His Son, Jesus Christ, to us so that we may have this relationship with Him because the Father and Jesus are one. He's excited to get to know you, but it's only possible through a relationship with His Son, Jesus Christ. So let me read some scripture. I'm going to start in John 14. And so if you have your Bibles and where you can open them, please do to John 14. And I read from the English Standard Version, the ESV version of the Bible. Some of you may be reading a different version, and and that's okay too. But pick up your Bibles, John 14. And I want to read these words of Jesus. These are the words written in red. If you have a Bible that that has red in it, those are the words of Jesus. And so it begins with His words. So listen to what Jesus says. What does Jesus say about having a relationship with Him? And also, what does He tell us? He does not want us to be troubled. He does not want us to fear or doubt or have any kind of emotion that would stress us out. I mean, there is a lot of stress in this world, but let's listen to what Jesus says. This will comfort you. So read along with me or just close your eyes and meditate on what Jesus is speaking to us today. John 14, let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am, you may be also, and you know the way to where I am going. And then Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. So I'm going to stop right there. These words from Jesus give us direction, give us the truth. He's telling us, first of all, don't let your hearts be troubled. The way to not have your hearts be troubled is to believe in God to believe in God, and to believe in Jesus. So do you believe in God? Do you believe in Jesus? If you do, he said, that is the way to go. I am the way, the truth, and the life, is what Jesus says. So he will show you the way. He is the way. He is the truth, and he is the life. And no one will come to the Father except through Jesus because He and the Father are one. And so 
My first question to you is, if you do not know Jesus and you do not know the Father, then take a moment and ask, are you troubled? Do you feel peace in your life? Do you have joy? Do you feel loved? And if you can answer those questions, well, I have peace, but not really, and I have an empty place in my heart, or I'm just really stressed, and I just am anxious, and I can't do anything except worry, then Jesus is calling you. He's calling you. Come to me. Believe in me. Have a relationship with me. Trust me, because I'm never going to lie to you. I'm never going to lead you astray. I know you. I've been watching you, and I want to have a relationship with you. You know, one thing we can know for sure is that Jesus will never lie to us. We can be still and know that He is who He says He is and that God is the Father and His Son, Jesus Christ, are one. And so when we believe in God, we can believe in Jesus Christ. And so I want to challenge you, for those of you who do not know Jesus, to take a moment and think about, well, why is it that I don't believe I mean, why can I just sit here and just not feel peace? What could I do maybe to feel peace? And so let me continue reading in the scriptures, and this may help you. Whenever you don't know an answer, go to the scriptures. Go to the Word of God in your Bible and read. And I'm telling you that the Lord will show up and show you these answers. Also, through prayer. Take some time and meditate and pray and ask God to show you. Okay, I'm going to continue reading on in chapter 14 of John, verse 8. So Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and it is enough for us. Jesus said to him, Have I not been with you so long, and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? The words I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me, or else believe on account of the works themselves. So right here, Jesus is saying, I am in the Father, and the Father is me. So believe me, that we are one, that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. And so when you believe in God, you believe in Jesus. They are one. And remember, picture him sitting at the right hand of the Father up in heaven, wanting you to seek him, wanting you to believe, wanting you to let go of the worry, the stress, whatever is troubling you, and let him help you. And then he goes on to say in verse 12, Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do, and greater works than these he will do, because I am going to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. These words are so powerful. So He wants us to truly believe in Him. And when you do, there's works that you will do, greater works that you will do, because Jesus is going to the Father, and He has greater works here on earth for us to do. So have you thought, what are these greater works? What is it that I am to do that's greater? 
Well, first of all, He wants you to believe in Him and to have salvation. And the only way to salvation is through faith, through believing in Jesus Christ, almost like just having that childlike faith. You know how children are. I mean, they just will believe what you tell them, will trust you, and will want to do what you tell them. They'll just say, yes, oh, okay, yes. And they just embrace you, they love you, and they want to help others and they, they most of the time, and they just are excited to share and be loved themselves. In the same way, Jesus wants us to be like little children and come to Him, childlike faith. You may not have the answers to every single question, but hey, ask Jesus to help you. And I'm going to tell you, there's a Holy Spirit gift that God will give us, His Spirit. Jesus gives us the Spirit of God to live within us so that when we don't know what to do, the Spirit inside of us, when we're a believer, will direct our hearts, will comfort us, will teach us, will guide us, will show us the way to go. Because Jesus did not leave us as orphans. When He left and He told the disciples this, I will leave but I will not leave you as orphans. I will give you the gift of the Holy Spirit. I promise the Holy Spirit to you so that you will have the Spirit dwelling in you and you will know the power from me, from Jesus Christ, through the Holy Spirit because God the Father, Jesus His Son, and the Holy Spirit are one. And if you look at the Scriptures and you keep reading on in chapter 14... You can read about how Jesus promises the Holy Spirit. I'm going to jump down to chapter 14, verse 15. If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and He will give you another helper to be with you forever. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees Him nor knows Him. You know Him, for He dwells with you and will be in you. So Jesus is saying, if you love me, you're going to keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father to give you this helper, and He will help you. He will be with you forever. He will show you the truth. He will be there to help you. Jesus loves us so much that He doesn't want us to be alone. He wants us to continue walking with Him and know Him. And He also says in in verse 18, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. So he's wanting us to know that he will give us the Holy Spirit to live in us. Now, God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit are one. And this is something that I really couldn't wrap my head around till probably about eight years ago. I didn't really understand this concept. And for some, it is very confusing. Maybe they haven't been taught or it's just it's hard to understand, but what Jesus here is telling us is that He's going to the Father. It would, it's time. He's preparing His disciples, and He's preparing us, saying, I will be with the Father. However, I'm not going to leave you as an orphan. You will have another helper who lives inside of you, and that would be the Holy Spirit. So, wow, when we have faith, when we believe, we are going to have a guide, a helper, a teacher to show us the way. 
living inside of us. Some people say, well, I just hear this still small voice kind of guiding me and directing me of the way to go. That's the Holy Spirit. You're hearing His voice showing you. And He wants you to obey Him because He's not going to lie to you. He's not going to lead you astray. He's not going to lead you the wrong way. He's going to show you the way to go. Most people like to describe the Holy Spirit like a breath of wind, like a fresh air, like it's just when you are out and outside and you just feel the wind. You see the effects of the wind blowing through the trees, and and you just kind of can feel the presence of the wind, but you really can't see where it's coming from. You can't really touch it, but, but you know that the wind is there. Same with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is around us wherever we go. We just have to choose to see what He's doing in our lives and how He will help us and how... We can see the effects of the Holy Spirit working in us. So I want to encourage you that when you have the faith, God's going to show up in your life through the Holy Spirit that He's given each of us. And the Holy Spirit dwells within us. I'm going to go to 1 Corinthians and be in chapter 3 and chapter 6. I want to talk to you a little bit about how we know that God's Spirit dwells within us. Well, if you go to Corinthians and you start reading, let me read from chapter 3, verse 16. It says, Do you know that you are God's temple and God's Spirit dwells within you? Do you know that? So you, right now, are God's temple, and He has put His Spirit within you when you have believed. And why is this important? Well, the Spirit will show us the way, will show us the truth, will help us know what to do, will guide us, will be able to have the power of the Spirit working in us. There are things that we just will say, oh, that's impossible. I can't do that. But I want to encourage you that God can do it within you. So don't be afraid to connect with God and ask Him to help you. And He will show you what to do through the power of the Holy Spirit that dwells in you. And also, if we move to 1 Corinthians 6, 19, it says, Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. Have you ever thought about that? That your body is a temple where the Holy Spirit dwells. And so we need to honor God with our bodies and ask God, what do I need to do? How can I be used by you to bring more people to know you? Yes, you can be that one person that brings people closer to Jesus and closer to that peace that He wants to give us. And when you seek God, He will be near to you. Again, Think of the Father being above you, knowing that He is God and that He is near, and then Jesus sitting beside the Father, interceding for us, praying for us, praying that we would know Him, and then believing that He puts the Holy Spirit within us, that the Holy Spirit dwells within us as a gift 
so that we don't have to be afraid, so that we can have peace. Now, I want to go back to chapter 14. And again, if you can't tell, this is one of my very favorite books of the entire Bible is John 14, because I love knowing that Jesus is speaking these words to his disciples as he's speaking them to us as well. And he's comforting us with these words, because the disciples just found out that he's going to be leaving them, and he doesn't want them to be afraid. He doesn't want them to be scared or be sad, because he's giving us some hope here. And so I'm going to start again in in verse 20 of John 14. In that day you will know that I am my Father, and you in me and I in you. Whoever has my commandments and keeps them, he it is who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Now, I've circled the word in my Bible, manifest, which means I will show myself to him. I, my presence will be known to you. Because if I see that you're loving me and you're obeying my commandments, then I'm going to show myself to you. Have you ever been somewhere and you just have seen something? That, you're, that is God. I can't believe that. I see God in that situation, in that promise that just shows up out of nowhere. I see God moving. How many of us have just felt a peace when we shouldn't have? We have felt just the presence of of God just helping us through a situation. Again, that's God manifesting himself to you. When my mother got so sick with cancer and she passed away in a short period of like five months, I felt a peace that I couldn't explain. I shouldn't have felt a peace, but I knew God was manifesting him self to me. The power of the Holy Spirit was living in me. Jesus was showing me that He is with me no matter what happens. He would be with me and help me through this difficult time. So love God, love Jesus, and love the Holy Spirit, and allow Him to work in you and through you. If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words. And the word that you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. So he will make his home with you. Would you like Jesus to make his home with you? If you want that, it's not too late. There's nothing that you have done that will make him love you less. He's telling us right here, I love you. I want to make my home with you. And so... If you want your heart to be his home, then all you have to do is say, I believe, I repent of my sins, please forgive me for what I have done in the past. The past does not define me. I am yours, Lord Jesus. Work in me. Do what you need to do in me and through me, and then he will transform you, and you will be made new in Christ. And He is speaking love to you. Listen to these words from chapter 14, verse 25. These things I've spoken to you while I'm still with you, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I've said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. 
let your hearts not be troubled, neither let them be afraid. So Jesus is telling us, let your hearts not be troubled. I leave you peace. Peace is possible when you have the presence of Christ. When you believe, you will have that peace. Jesus begins this chapter with let your hearts not be troubled. And he ends it again with let your hearts not be troubled. There is peace for you, listener. If you're out there and you have lost your peace, you've lost your joy, you don't know where to turn, this problem that you're facing is too difficult to get through, trust God. Have the faith that can move mountains. And faith is believing in something or someone that you you can't even see. You can't wrap your head around, but you believe. You believe because you know that you know. Know that God loves you. Be still and know that He is God. And when you believe in God, you can believe in His Son, Jesus Christ. And then the power of God, the Holy Spirit, lives within you. And I'm telling you, believe me, that that Holy Spirit, He who lives and dwells within you, will change your life forever. You won't be the same person that you were before. Your desires will change. When you delight in the Lord, truly seek Him and delight, want to spend time with Him in Word and reading His Word and prayer and talking about Him and encouraging others along your journey to believe and sharing the gospel. When you do that, your desires will change. When you delight in the Lord, delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. You see, when you make your heart His home, your desires are going to change. The things that were once important to you are going to be different. You will see the world differently. You will see people differently. You will see God and the Spirit and Jesus all around you. You will know that He has His hand upon you and He's going to help you. Your prayers, you will ask like you've never asked before, believing that things will happen. If it's God's will, you're going to believe it to receive it. And it's just a whole new way of thinking. It's a whole new way of living. And faith will bring you closer to Jesus. So I want to encourage you today to bring faith to the forefront, to let your faith rise over any fear over any worry, over any anxiety, and trust God. He's going to make all things new for you. Take off your old self. Trust Him. Ask Him for what's on your heart and believe that He can do what He says He can do. Jesus has promised you so many things. Read John 14. Take some time today. Open your Bible and read it and ask the Holy Spirit to help you interpret what He is saying to you today. And know that Jesus is close to you. God the Father loves you. And He says, the only way to have a relationship with me is through Jesus Christ. Remember, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through Him. And when you come to the Father, you're going to receive a special gift, the gift of the Holy Spirit, whom He promises to those who love Him. And He will also manifest Himself to you. He will show up in ways that you will never imagine or dream. And I want to tell you right now what He's doing for this ministry. For those faithful listeners who have listened every week, 
God has shown up big. He has provided a place where I can record these interviews and these shows in a room right in First Baptist Church, Mount Vernon, and he has awesomely shown up and said, you know, I know you need a place to do these interviews, and it's hard to get to the studio all the time, and it's hard to to do some of those things that you were having to do, but I'm going to open up a door. And so I didn't even ask. I just kept going faithfully, doing what God had told me to do, interviewing people, and I'm still interviewing people. I'm excited about this year, 2024, the people that He's going to bring to this new studio, this multimedia room. And so God will show up in your life. When you have faith and you keep doing what He's telling you to do, He will do that for you. He's going to show up in ways that you would never dream or imagine because God is God. So I want to encourage you to pray big and believe bigger. Have your faith rise over any impossibility and believe that it's possible because when God wants something to happen, He's going to make it work. But He's calling you to receive. You have a choice who you're going to follow. You have a choice of how you're going to believe. So choose Jesus. Let Him lead you into the way everlasting and greater things you will do when you trust Him through the power of the Holy Spirit. His power will do those things in you. It's not you doing them. It's God spirit dwelling within you. So I want to thank you for listening today to Real Life, Real People Radio. If you're listening live on the radio as it airs in February, or if you're listening later, thank you. God loves you. He wants you to have a relationship with His Son, Jesus Christ, so that you can have a relationship with Him and that He can put the Holy Spirit within you, whom will dwell with you forever. So I hope that you've been encouraged by what you've heard today, and I just want to thank you for listening. Most weeks, there's interviews with special people who have come to share their story. So if you have a story that you want to share, contact the radio station, Carrie at EastTexasRadio.com, and that's Carrie, C-A-R-Y, at EastTexasRadio.com. And when you email him, He will get those emails to me, and then I can reach out if you have a special story that you want to share to encourage someone on their journey. Let me close this in a word of prayer. Thank you again for listening today. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you that we can have a relationship with you, and we thank you that you have given your Son, Jesus, to us so that we can know you. And thank you for His sacrifice on the cross, what all that you did so that we can know you. And we know that you love us, Lord. And we thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit who dwells within us as believers so that we can be filled with your power and your love and know the joy and the peace and the love and the faithfulness, the goodness, the gentleness, and the self-control that we can have when we know you. So, Lord, I want to thank you for today and for all the listeners who have listened. And, Lord, I just pray that each would seek you more so that we can have that relationship with you that all starts with faith. We delight in you, and we know that you will give us the desires of our heart. And may those desires honor you 
and we love you and give you all the glory. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. If you would like to hear more episodes, simply search Real Life, Real People Radio on Apple, Google, and Podbean Podcasts. And remember, every day will be a good day when you get real with God. Real Life, Real People Radio, copyrighted 2024, all rights reserved. Yeah. Mm-hmm.